just stuff. Plant your flag and dig it deep. Now be who you're gonna be. And if you stay wild and free, think of all the things you'll see. Just point your gaze up to the sky. Spread your wings, my love. Now fly, fly. Cause you are stardust whizzing by. And in the Welcome to episode 201 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and this is the show where we get to know the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, it is the best to welcome back KB Worley. And this is a crossover episode. I have another website called Menschite, M-E-N-S-C-H-I-T-E dot com. And the website is for Jewish dads who are trying to figure it out. You know, we don't have all the answers. And one thing that I have learned through the course of doing this podcast and talking to lots of parenting experts is that we we need to be honest with each other. We need to learn from each other. And that goes for moms and for dads. And in the case of Menshite, it's it's all about Jewish dads supporting each other and sharing their experiences. And on that note, I welcome back KB Worley to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. And he and I talk about his brand new record, which is all about his family. It's it's a lullaby record. It, it's it's called Now That We're Home, and it's got beautiful songs written about his life and about his family and about what it's like to be a dad. And that song clip you just heard is called Place Called Home, and it's a beauty. And you can hear the whole song at the very end of the episode. So I encourage you to stick around for this interview with KB Worley. He's coming back on the show. Of course, if you go to goodstuffpod.com and search for KB Worley, you can find the episode where he was on originally. It was one of the first ones. You know, he he and I go way back at this point. And then with this one, you can hear all about his brand new record. And you can hear about what being a Jewish dad means to him. And what being a dad means to him, because being a dad is universal. Religion doesn't matter. As long as you're a dad. Right. If you're a dad and you care, you're doing the right thing. And sometimes we need support and sometimes we need help. And there is nothing wrong with that. Here is KB Worley. Stay tuned all the way to the end for his song, Place Called Home. Good stuff. It's the best. It's it's a little chilly here where I am. And I imagine it's a little chilly where where our guest today is. It's a, a great to welcome back KB Worley to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you? Hello, hello, and thank you. I'm good. Great. It's uh, so you're you're you relocated. We both have relocated since the first time we talked, which was back in probably like May or so of 2016. So mm-hmm. where are you now? Now I'm in a town called Kittery, which is in southern Maine. Okay, amazing. And, uh, and it is cold. It is very cold. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt that it's cold. So when we um, when we last talked, we we talked about an album of of songs that you did that were sort of camp inspired, summer camp inspired. And in the meantime, it looks like a, you released a couple of other records. But the one that we're going to talk about now is your brand new record called "Now That We're Home," and we're going to talk about it in a. In, in some different ways, A, because it's an, a phenomenal record and beautiful music, but also, you know, another area of interest of mine is is being a dad. And I have a website called Menschite, Modern Jewish Dadding, and I wanted to get your get your take on what it means to be a dad these days and how it influences you as a musical artist. So 
what was uh like if we were to dig into this particular record we're going to frame this whole conversation around the record what was it that that sort of inspired you or 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 pushed you towards making this like really personal kind of record Mm. um well i had the amazing fortune to be a stay-at-home dad for a number of years and um You'll forgive me. My dog is kind of barking and at the animals in the yard. It's just like that in Maine. It was. It was. That was like perfect timing. You're like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna say this thing about being a stay-at-home dad. Dog, you bark here. Great. Okay. <laughs> right. Oh, there's gonna be laundry buzzers going off. There's gonna be mice in the pantry. Um, so yes. So uh, I had this this just this beautiful opportunity, and it was you know in my mind, I never really thought much about the dynamics of parenting or what happens when you go to work or where your child goes to, you know, I mean, those, those weren't things that I thought about until I became a parent and a father. And so it was just fortune's fate that it it worked out that I became from the, from my daughter's age one to about three and a half, four, you know, I was really the go-to. And um, during that time, is really when these songs uh, came and when I wrote, when I wrote the record and um, I'm going to use a word that I know many of, uh, or I hope that many of the dads listening will appreciate. These songs are nachas. I mean, these songs are all about that, that feeling that you can't put into words, you know, and my daughter who's almost 10 years old now has asked me to describe that word, you know, and it's kind of like, well, listen to that record because that's the feeling of the word. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, <laughs> and so I've, um, I have uh, tried to capture uh, a lot of the things that I thought and feel felt during that time of being a stay-at-home dad when my daughter was at such a young age and. And uh, you have the time and the space to sort of daydream um, of the future ahead. And I think, you know, that's a lot of where these songs came from. And, and there's a there's a big picture here, right? Like, I know that you you wrote these songs based on your experiences in the, you know, growing, watching your, your daughter. I believe you said it was a daughter watching your daughter mm-hmm. grow. And then, you know, I, I did read something about the record where you also want this to be something that she can refer back to. You know, to to when she's a little bit older, I I don't know how old she is now, but to to look back at it, on it and be like, this is the way that Dad felt when you were growing up. And I think that's a really, um, that's a really beautiful thing. And I think that for those of those listeners who may not know, Nachas is like this <laughs> this like feeling of of love that you cannot describe. It's like love mixed with like pride that you feel mixed with like overwhelming joy. It, it, it's a really, I'm glad you brought it up because it, it is a word that really um, sort of sums up what it means to be, a, what it means to be a dad or a parent in general. So, mm-hmm. so there, there's a lot of angles that you take in this record, right? So let's, let's, uh, let's get into some of it, right? There's, um, there's the, the first song called just us three. And mm. I, I feel like I have an understanding of what it's about, but what, what's the, what, what's the, the, the behind the scenes stuff about mm. that song that compelled you to get into that particular subject? 
Well, again, you know, we we moved, right? When she was born, we lived in Boston. And when she was two years old, we moved out of the city. And that was a new experience. And when she was six years old, we moved out of that house and came here. So that alone might be unique for some children and for parents sort of talking about uh, you know, there's a joke now that she says, well, if we ever move again, you have to discuss it with me because you didn't discuss leaving Marblehead with me. <laughs> you know? you, and she was, too. Uh, so she had some say. Right. <laughs> right. You know, she gets a vote. And um, so that song was written or stems from a day when we uh, we went uh, to Maine to look at a place that we might move to. Uh, and. Um, and, you know, on that day when she was she was older, I think maybe five at, on this day when we were downtown and and she began to ask me questions about other people that she was seeing and other parents that she was seeing. And, you know, as the child grows up, their world uh, widens and they take more in and they ask more questions. And so the backstory of that day is really sort of um, a, a, an earmark, a time capsule of of that little transition phase and hopefully you know the feelings that we were were having um during that day mm-hmm. yeah and, and there you know speaking of transition like there's not a bigger transition in the world right moving is a big transition in and of mm. itself but mm. the in sort of the second that you like hold your kid right that's mm. one transition but then you know for for me right and maybe we have this sort of shared experience like it was one thing to hold my kid and be in the hospital. There were nurses mm. around. There was, mm. you know, people around showing us how to change diapers and how to swaddle. Yeah. But when we got home and we were like, oh, <laughs> we are like fully on our own. Like that right. was a, a tremendous time of transition to uh, to us. So so a place called home, right? We're just kind of going through the tracks here. Sure as, thing. As, so so what's the um, what's the idea behind that one? Well, um, as I'm thinking of the lyrics, you know, it begins, it begins, um, brush your teeth, wash your face, now put all your toys away. I mean, uh, the rituals, you know, that we go through. Um, These are the universal moments that we share as parents. Okay, (laughs) you know, boots off, coats down, put on your pajamas, brush your teeth, right? Um, But then what? Then what do we do? Well, we give thanks, you know, for the things that we have. And, um, and with that is sort of, um, you know, you're always trying to teach your child the values that you grow up with, you know, um, it's not an explicitly Jewish thing by any means, but I think that as a member of the tribe, you know, you know what I'm talking about. And, Uh um, so whether overtly or not, Um, I can think of all the pearls of wisdom that my dad passed down to me, you know, the three D's and the three P's and the four C's. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, sure. uh, And so um, this, these songs sort of as a group and collection also are me um, leaving these seeds, you know, And, and I think it comes back and speaks to the idea of when she's 16, 17, 18 years old, and and we're fighting, <laughs> right? Right. Um, and she listens to these songs or thinks about these songs or sees the CD sleeve on her bookshelf, if such a thing exists. Um, 
Right. You know, maybe <laughs> sure. she'll be like, okay, okay, my dad, he's he's all right. <laughs> uh-huh. Sure. I, I mean, so the you brought up values, and and you're right. It is a universal thing, right? Like each family has values, and I think that there's um. You know, one of the values that I have, and, and we're going to get a little bit on the uh, on the Jewish side of things here, right, is called mm-hmm. uh, Tzim Sum. So I'm not sure if you've heard of what that is, but basically what it means is is to pull back. And, mm. and, and so we have this tendency to be overly, like, into everything that we do. And, mm. you know, and I'm going to be vulnerable here for a second. And one way in which that I had pulled back and I had um, slowed down would be when my especially my son, right? Cause I have a nine year old, I have three kids, wow. nine, seven and five. So wow. especially now, like I look at my five year old, I'm like, I, I don't, we're not going to have another kid. So watching her and taking advantage of the fact that she is so small and, and, and wanting to savor every moment of, of this and that, you know, of her being small and like, even such a thing as like her hands are so tiny and I love, mm seeing that. So that brings, oh man, now I'm going to cry, but that brings me to um, your song, your tiny hands, which I thought was amazing and and oh. really like a, a profound message. So share with us a little bit about where that one comes from. And, and if there's a particular value that you attach to that. Um, man, I should have brushed up on my lyrics. No, I <laughs> um, but I just, it's just thematic. Thematic well, is great because that's what, that's what it's about. You know? Truly, but I do, I do appreciate, um, you know, as somebody who loves and has always loved words and lyrics, I, I totally appreciate your curiosity as to their genesis, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, again, there is, there is this moment of caregiving when you want to express everything, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the infant that's in your arms is just staring back at you. You know, they already know. Right. <laughs> um, and so, so these songs are kind of what I would say if you could understand me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with that song, Your Tiny Hands, there's the, um, you know, there's the lyric, your little voice whispering, tell me everything mm-hmm. right i mean it it's it is that that intimacy you know that closeness this is my child i'm your i'm your caregiver you know uh, i want you to know everything and i want you to ask me everything mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um and it's beautiful. And I, the part that I particularly loved was uh, you talk about tiny chins and then there is mm. nothing more delicious in the world than a tiny baby chin, which sounds weird, <laughs> I think, to say. But, you know, there's some truth. Yeah. Um, I well, also, do you want to hear something funny? Uh, totally. Always. Yeah. Uh, and, and I will get vulnerable and personable here as well. <laughs> uh <laughs> When when my daughter was born and she was given to, you know, and my wife first gazed upon her, her first words was, where did she get that chin? <laughs> because <laughs> I have, you know, I have a cleft, I have a dimple cleft chin that nobody would know because I've had a beard for more than 20 years, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. And so my wife flipped out. And she's like, where did the chin come from? <laughs> Oh, there's nothing better than there's nothing better than that. Um, You know, and and speaking of like another bit of this that I love and really shows like 
you know, you really put yourself out there on this one. I think, you know, like there's, there, mm. I think just the overall vibe of the record is very personal and the subject matter is very personal. And, and there's even, you know, a song on here where, where you honor your wife, right? Let's, you know, we've talked a bit about values and I think that that's an, an amazing value to, uh, to, to put out there because let's be honest, there are tons of songs about love out in the world <laughs> and there are tons of songs about, you know, from a boy to a girl or from a girl to a boy, but there's not a ton where it's like, I honor you, my wife, you know, we make decisions together. Um, this is how we're going to raise our family and we need to be united in that way. And I think to put that to music is like a really strong showing of who you are as a person and where your values are. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Totally. Um, you know, kismet is another word that we get to share. And uh, I, I feel intensely that my wife and I have a story um, and and um, it it keeps us sort of together and connected even when you know even when stuff comes up and it's hard to it's hard to remember sometimes it's like oh yeah but man it was written mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely I I mean it's just so what what is so cool about this record right you are before I really listened to this I knew you as like you were one man band like you were a rowdy dude you were making it happen like there and in our first conversation which you can find on episode 15 of the good stuff kids podcast plug um it it, it has a totally different feeling it's so cool to see how well rounded you are as a as a musician so do you think that as your daughter has gotten older has it influenced the way sort of i guess this is even like outside of these particular this particular collection of songs but mm. has it influenced you as an artist and sort of changed how you approach things because you know after all like being in the kids and family music genre you know there is change it's just inevitable it happens for all of us but i wonder if as a parent you can i don't know maybe if you've ever thought about it there's ways in which you've you've changed as an artist well, absolutely. Um, you know, th thanks to being a stay-at-home dad with my daughter, I discovered kids' music and really came into my own as a lifelong musician who didn't really know if there was a place for me uh, to be a musician, you know. Um, but then I discovered kids' music, and it was like, oh, my gosh, this is uh, a perfect fit. I've always worked with kids. My personality is such... Um, so in that way, um, being a parent, being a father, totally, totally illuminated me as an artist. Um, I also want to back up just one step and sure. speak about Dean Jones, who, who made the record, who produced the record mm -hmm. so beautifully and give him, um, you know, so much credit for really encouraging me to 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 go to the place where you know these songs were more exposed and more vulnerable and you know to to just trust that he was going to do the beautiful things that he does mm -hmm. uh so thank you dean jones because yeah. you know so much of the way the record um sounds is due to him right and uh i want to i want to say that but um as as my daughter continues to get older it's a really interesting transition once again 
and how that affects me musically when she and I are now writing songs together and oh. she is definitely critiquing songs that I'm working on. <laughs> uh, you know, and um, somebody reached out to me recently and wanted to do uh, a collaboration on like an electronic dance music track. Right. Cause, okay. and my daughter is at an age where she loves that kind of music. Now I never would have imagined doing a track like that, yeah. but got kind of excited about it. Right. So even in that way, um, I'm always, you know, always hope to grow as an artist and learn more and hear more and, and be able to express more. Mm -hmm. And, and we are as much as we might like it or not, we are influenced by our kids tastes, right? Like, and, you know, you never imagined being, a, you know, sort of a electronic music artist, but, you know, we want to, and this is like a, a dad thing, like, we want to like what our kids like, right? Like, my kid loves baseball. I never grew up playing baseball, but now I have this different appreciation because it's something we do together. And, and sure. you sort of, sort of embody that as well in that, you know, you may not, that may not be your particular first genre of music, but you're willing to check it out and, and be in it because it's something that is a shared experience with you and your daughter. So the, um, the record is called now that we're home and it's available where people can get their music. So I, I, there's a lot more to dig into and there's a lot of meaning behind the songs. And I love that people can attach their own meaning, like any good work of art. Um, mm. And, you know, it, and this is the vibe of the record is set up in a way that it can be listened to anytime, all the time, anywhere. You know, when kids are going to sleep, I, I know my kids like to listen to music before bed. Um, but if people wanted to keep up with you and mm. to find out where you're at, what you're doing, how they could uh, find you on social media, et cetera, what's the best way for folks to do that? Well, uh, the initials are KB. And the last name is whirly.com will get you to my website. And from there, uh, you can find me on my social media platforms. Great. And a lot of like interesting farming and gardening kinds of things pop up on there, I will say, which always makes me a little bit jealous. because uh -oh. I, I want to do some of that stuff myself, but I don't have the uh, I don't have the land or whatever, mm. however you would say it. But um mm. So, you know, again, I want to point people who are more interested in finding out who are interested in finding out more about you. You've been on the show before is episode 15, where we got into the backstory and how you do what you do. And we talked a lot about being a one man band. And I want to really, really highly recommend um, this brand new record of yours now that we're home. And I want to thank you for taking the time to talk with me about it. And uh, it was great to catch up and to, and you're a mensch as we say. Oh, <laughs> to you as well, sir. <laughs> All right. You. Thank you. Pleasure. And being a dad's important to KB Worley and being a dad's important to me. And I'm assuming if you're listening to this, that being a dad or supporting a dad or being close to a dad or knowing a dad is also important to you. So check out that record now that we're home and support KB Worley in all the ways that we can do that. And if you want to hear the first time I talked to KB Worley, then go to goodstuffpod.com and in that little search search glass at the top of the page, type in KB Worley and drop me a line, mike at goodstuffpod.com. That's my email. I like email. All right. Here is Place Called Home by KB Worley. Talk to you soon.
Brush your teeth, wash your face. Now put all your toys away. Light a candle while we bless this place called home. First we giggle, then we breathe. Now give thanks for all the things we believe in this place called home. In the morning you'll be new again. When the birds start chirping. Stuff.